I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And you are very welcome back to the show. What a show we have lined up for you today. Jen is back. We've been away, but we're back and having fun talking all sorts from crazy foxes to our weekends away. Snoring tensions and face masks have been made mandatory in Ireland today. Let's do this. And you are very welcome back to the show. This is Hello Steve-O podcast for Tuesday, the 11th of August 2020, which is a super important, very, very, very special date in my household. My daughter turns three today. Absolutely crazy. Three years. Woo! Those of you out there who have kids, it does, I mean... It's a cliche, but it flies. I mean, then I was thinking, the time flies so much more when you have kids. You, you, it's like I'm getting old quick. It's like I'm only 15 years away from being 50. Like, that's gone past midlife, isn't that? 50 is definitely past midlife, but I couldn't sleep last night. <laughs> but anyway, it's a huge um, day in our house today. Somebody's getting a bike. By the time you've listened to this, by the time you are listening to this, she will have gotten the bike. And man, I haven't told the missus this, but it's her birthday next week. And I think as a huge surprise for both of them, I'm thinking of getting a canine. If anyone's giving away a puppy that looks like Lady from Lady and the Tramp, hit me up on Podcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, I'm in the market. I've got a week to do it. I've done no research in it, but I'm going to get a canine. I've been told that when I'm away or when we're away as a family, that I will be getting help from neighbors and family to look after the canine. So I'm going to get a canine, even though we've got a small dog. They both really, really want it. And I think it's going to be a really cool surprise for them. So if anybody knows anybody that's given away a cute kind of canine that would work well in a smaller house... (coughs) I'm in the market for it, and no, I'm not getting one of Dez's pit bulls sent over from New York. Are you effing joking me? Uh, I'm sorry to everybody that I wasn't on the Waffle House last week, but that is my fault. I think Dez is possibly a bit pissed off at me because he doesn't respond to any of the actual messages when I say sorry about that. But I genuinely packed all my equipment, my podcasting equipment, my laptop and everything. I was packing up the car to go away for the weekend with the girls. And, you know, there's so much stuff and there's screaming and shouting and trying to pack up the whole fucking car. Um, 
and I left my laptop bag on the chair in the sitting room. I was so pissed off. I had so much stuff to do. I had Patreon podcasts to do. I had Waffle House to do. But anyway, it was a lovely weekend. It was nice. I have missed being on the mic. I'm not going to lie to you. I've grown to love being on the microphone, making podcasts for you. And shout out to all the patrons who were so cool about it because I missed the Hello Steve-O Plus episode last Friday. But I sent them a lovely message and they were all so nice saying enjoy your holidays. So shout out to all the wonderful patrons. Thank you so much for your support. And a special shout out to Claire because Claire, I have to send her her special edition pin. That is a pin from my debut stand-up comedy hour, Son of a Preacher Man. It's a really cool pin, and you do see people wearing them around Dublin the odd time. I really am proud of it. When the show came out, because there was very low people um, going to the show, like it wasn't, um, it wasn't huge when it did its first run in the Dublin Fringe Festival, I gave everybody a special edition pin to the show. So everyone who'd seen the show got this cool special edition pin. And then all of a sudden, around town the odd time, you see people wearing the pin. It's really cool. So, Claire, it's on its way to you. Sorry, I will be sending it um, to you today. Apologies for the lateness on that, but I am delighted to be sending it to you. And a huge welcome to Julianne Colgan, baby! Thank you for signing up to Patreon, and thank you for supporting me, Julianne. Now, Julianne saw me in... Drogheda in the Crescent Theatre. That was honestly, I'm not just saying this, from the bottom of my heart, I think that is my favourite show, stand-up comedy show that I ever did. It was wild. You guys in Drogheda were wild. I don't know if you're from Drogheda, Julianne, but it was one of my favourite shows ever. I remember walking off the stage and saying to Des, fucking hell, that was hot. That was amazing. And Des was like, oh, bro, you got the good slot, fuck's sake. (laughs) He wasn't happy. Um, that I was having such fun up there, which I don't know why. He's, he's, he's going to be great. He was great. He had a great show as well, and it was a fantastic show that night in Drogheda. So thank you to Julianne Coggan for signing up. And if any of you are thinking, I've got so many messages like of people going, oh, yeah, I just forget to sign up the, the Patreon. Listen, I'm very grateful to everybody who does support me on Patreon. If you're thinking about it, you can click on the link in the description to this podcast and have a look and see if you want to buy me a coffee a month that would support me to keep making this podcast as the independent artist that I am. And you'll get loads of Hello Steve-O Plus episodes, some videos uh, as well. I got loads of questions about back to running stuff, but I was a bit wary of talking about the running stuff because I think some people love it and some people don't like what I'm talking about running. But then again, I can't be second guessing what it is that people want me to talk about all the time or I can't be thinking, are they going to like this or they're going to like that too much, you know? So fuck yes. <laughs> but I did get a few questions about the running and I, I've totally, I probably should have put this at the at top of the show. With it, with regards the running stuff, I should have said ages ago, and I've said on Instagram during the week, I've left it a little bit late, but I'm still raising money for the Matter Foundation. Now, the Matter Hospital is my local hospital, and they've been very, very good to me and my family. They're an amazing hospital, and they support so many people here in the, lo- in the north inner city of Dublin. My family and I had to go there not long after we'd first moved to Dublin with a very serious situation with my poor partner. Thankfully, she got through the other side of it. My daughter was a newborn. It was a highly stressful evening. 
But um, I'll never forget how good they are. They were with us, how good the nurses were with us. And I'm so grateful for the work that they do. So I just thought it was something tiny that I could do to raise some money for the Matter Foundation. I am running 100 miles in the month of August for the Matter Foundation. 100 miles, that's 160 kilometers. And so far, I have run 100 kilometers, which I don't know what that is in miles. But I have got 60 kilometers to uh, go. Um, And uh, so thank you, everybody who has supported already. The way to support is, uh, unfortunately, it's only a Facebook page that the Matter Foundation used for the donations. But the link to that is, if you're on my Instagram page, which is at HelloStevo, go onto the profile page, click the link in the bio there. And that will bring you to the donations page. If you can support the Matter Foundation, I really appreciate it. I should be finished doing the 100 miles by the end of this week. Um, so I am, uh, I'm very grateful for the work that they do, they do. And I'm very grateful to you guys for supporting the Matter Foundation if you can do it. Um, and questions about uh, the, the training that I do, the type of running that I do, which is MAF, M-A-F, Maximum Aerobic Function which is basically, I can just recommend, I'm going to put a link to the description in this podcast to the book that you need to read if you are interested in running and if you're interested in doing a training that will mean that you can um, go longer, (laughs) but you'll be running a lot slower, but you basically train your body to be able to run much further distances. You don't get injured. It's just basically a very slow style of running. You have to buy yourself a heart rate monitor so you can monitor your heart rate and you run according to your heart rate. And the formula is you for you might take minus your age from 180. So I'm 34 minus the 180 minus 34 is 146. That's 146 beats per minute. So that is the maximum that I should be running when I'm doing this type of training. And I've been doing it for months now. Uh, I'm coming up to my third month of doing it. And what you notice is you do a test running at that, um, running at 146 beats per minute. But the more you do it, the more mileage you do, the faster you will get, but at the same effort. So I'm still running at 146 beats per minute, but I'm running kilometers a minute faster. So over the course of the marathon, for example, it means that you would cut massive chunks of time off your marathon at the same effort. You're just training your heart to, your heart gets bigger, it pumps blood around your body quicker, um, and it's all done by running just according to your heart rate. So I'll put a link into the description of this podcast to click on for the book. It's called um, uh, Maffetone. Dr. Philip Maffetone is the guy who coined this whole thing, but... Um, he is the guy who, yeah, he came up with this whole formula. But it's a br- great way to run. You will have to run really slow at the start because you'll you'll barely be jogging and your heart rate will go straight up. But the, as you go further into the training, you're, you, be, you begin to be able to run faster and you don't get injured. I haven't been injured. It's great. And I can run every day and I don't feel tired. That's amazing. So anyway, that's enough of that. Chad, I was away in wee Northern Ireland the weekend. And I had a great time up there. And uh, I cannot recommend Northern Ireland enough. From a scenic point of view, if you guys are in Ireland and you're looking for somewhere to go, Northern Ireland is full of beautiful scenery. The mountains of Morn are amazing. Fermanagh and the lakes is stunning. The Giant's Causeway. I could go on and on and on. 
If you get a chance, if you're looking for somewhere to go on your holidays, Donegal is beautiful as well, which is in the Republic of Ireland, but it is in the north of Ireland. You can go there as well. It's absolutely stunning. My recommendation is to go to Northern Ireland, but that's enough. We've got so much to get through. We had a fantastic episode with Jenna. Uh, and we've got a very special episode for Hello Steve-O Plus coming up this Friday with Jenna as well. But you've got so much fun up ahead of you. We attempted to do our first news read of news that's not that depressing, but you'll hear how it went. But it's great to have Jenna back. So here we go. Jenna Logan, ladies and gentlemen. Three. Hallelujah. Jenna is back in the house. I have a biscuit in my mouth. Yeah. I'm eating a biscuit. I am eating a biscuit. Pure, you're eating a biscuit because... You got me biscuits. I got you biscuits. I got you biscuits, man, because yeah. it was given out the last time you were over here. That's right. Because I Where the fuck's my biscuit? Where the fuck is my biscuit? I'm shocked at your tea, uh, your tea choice. I don't really understand why this is a weird thing, but you're going to explain to the listeners <laughs> why it is. I don't think it's weird. It's just I hadn't finished making the tea, right? There's two cups of tea in the counter. Jenna drinks tea like I do, actually, without milk. And there was two cups of tea in the counter, and I was taking one tea bag out and putting it in the bin, which was for Jenna. But I turned around, and Jenna's already walking out the kitchen door with the other I cup mean, of tea, the bag in there, and she's like, I like it strong. I wasn't <laughs> finished making tea. What do you have to do? You put the bag in the cup, and then you put the water. Done. <laughs> it's all over. But you drink, because I would drink a, a her, a, an herbal tea like that, but you're drinking, like, this is Barry's. This is like. This doesn't shit. taste like anything to me. Me. This the, tastes like what? brown water. I mean, <laughs> it, <laughs> it does not taste like tea, you know? It doesn't taste like tea because, uh, Stephen, you know me. I mm. have a refined tea palate. I am. That's right. Yes, yes. I won't go so far as to say I'm a tea sommelier because wank, <laughs> wank. Because it's not a thing. Is that, is that actually it is a thing. A thing. Okay. <laughs> it is a fucking thing. I could totally be one if I had enough money to go to London and go to the special school. Jesus, I didn't realize they'd actually do. I, I Have you met that woman, actually? There's a woman in London who goes around with this, like, super old brown suitcase or briefcase type thing. briefcase. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> super <laughs> old brown. <laughs> That's what they used to call my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> but she go around I can't remember her name but she's quite the eccentric looking one she she looks like Helena Bonham Carter kind of type of okay. character and she go around it's like she has the highest NTs and she goes around with these samples and she used to go around to the restaurant that I was in and other places around let you taste this amazing oolong and then you're like oh yeah we'll have a cup of that and she'd be like yeah it's 100 euro for, for 100 grams. Now? And she was like a, a supplier. She's just a supplier, yeah, but she's just quite a like really cool bohemian type. It, it's not know. the lady who wrote the books like the vintage tea party and stuff. It sounds the woman. like the type of person that would do that. Yeah. I gotta find out her name. But okay, she, we're gonna look into that. Listeners, big, we'll get back to you. We'll get back to you on that because yeah. that big flirt as well, but then you realize oh, she's just trying to really, sell tea. Really, you never experienced that, yeah, Stephen. Yeah. You're a tall <laughs> drink of water, <laughs> you. <laughs> get out of here. But she's, but like, she's like, she's in her like, 50s or 60s like but Ooh, such she's a gagging for it oh, <laughs> see i can't say that why i used to be able to say that in the 90s but oh I, the I 90s what when you were like eight god you guys <laughs> no, talked rough on the playground damn oh yeah my teacher she's gagging for it <laughs> yeah well, i don't know it's a monday and jenna's on fire, fire! Woo! it's because we didn't meet last week because this is. was the house of covid 
last week it was the house of COVID. Uh, potentially, we, we got the old clear. Um, the girls got the old clear and uh, happy days. But it wasn't even that. La- we missed the last two weeks. Cause two, we? Yeah, because... Oh, my God, the bank holiday, of course. Bank holiday, you yeah. were away. I was, yeah. Where did you go? I was down in delightful County Offaly, now in lockdown. <laughs> I, <laughs> I got out just in time. Jesus, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, going to so ask you about that. I was in Burr for a few days. and The uh, coldest county in Ireland. The coldest county, the mm. navel of Ireland. Mm. And uh, yeah, I went down with my partner and lover. we had a great time. No. <laughs> and um, I went down with my lover and we had a great time. It sounds filthy, Jenna. Oh, filthy weekend. That is not what I said. He was gagging, gagging for, for it. it. There we go. Jinx, <laughs> owe me a Coke. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so we were down there with friends at their beautiful house. And we sat out in the garden. And the weather was good and went on walks and blah, blah, blah. And we went to Burr Castle, to oh, the yeah. grounds. I don't know if you've ever been I've there. I've never been, no. Uh, it is well worth it. Right. Now, folks, it's nine euro each right. to get in there, which to me is a bit pricey. A bit pricey. But it is lovely, and they have the old giant dinosaur-sized telescope that was built uh, in the late 19th century wow. by whoever lived in the castle at that time. Captain Burr. Yeah, Captain Burr and uh, Captain, and uh, it's amazing. Like it's this massive wow. fucking telescope, and it's just there for all the world to see for nine euro. So you got to look in it. Well, you can't look in it. Right. It's just the thing itself is pretty because okay. it's all outside. It's so huge. it's amazing. Yeah. Right. It's okay. Astonishing. I did not know that. Yeah. It's a pity. It's a bad time to supposed to be promoting that, isn't it? You know. Yeah, you can't go there now. <laughs> yeah. As my friend who I was staying with texted me when they were went back into lockdown, he said, thank God you got out. Otherwise, we just would have kept eating and drinking and then we would have died. Yeah. And it's true because that's, that's all you do down there yeah. is eat and drink. It's an awfully bad place to die. Um, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, uh, in the US of A or the UK, there are three counties in Ireland that as of I think yesterday or Saturday evening they have been yeah. put back into lockdown because the old COVID-19 is up and around Kildare Leash and Offaly. Yes, that's um, correct. And yeah. meat, meat plants and anyway. So it's an awful situation. So they've gone back into lockdown. But you had a nice time in, in Offaly. That, that, that's just I had a great good. time, nice yeah. Great. It's funny they're called meat plants, isn't mm, it? That's kind yeah. of a funny juxtaposition of words. That is a very words. good observation, yeah. Jenna. Let's move on, though. <laughs> Let's not dwell. We have a lot of material got, to cover. I've got nothing else on the old <laughs> meat plant. But Offaly's got... I mean, I was away in... I was in Northern Ireland. Oh, yes. Yeah. Northern Tell us Ireland. about that. Well, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm always taken aback by, and this particular part of Northern Ireland that I went to, I've been actually since my dad found the old visitor's book in the house that we stayed in. Mm. And uh, my first time there, I think I was uh, three, <gasps> which is the age of my daughter tomorrow. She turns three tomorrow. Oh, my God. So that's a weird full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When this goes out, it's her birthday. I'll be doing birthday parties with her and all that. Oh, my God. And And so, sorry, this is a house your whole family has been going to forever. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's basically my my dad made friends with this guy who's kind of been a bachelor all his life. He's in his 70s now. We We don't get to meet him. That means I thought he was gay as well. And I asked him for the first time this weekend because he's real, like, born again Christian community and all that. And I was like, was he gay and just couldn't come out because he was like. And my dad was like, no, I don't think so. He'd like just, he'd enjoyed the single life. He says there's a lady that he goes on his holidays with every, every oh. summer. So anyway, I don't know. Except for the born again. I like the sound of this guy. Oh, he's quite the. Forging his own path. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So he's got a house on Cranfield Beach, which is on the far side of 
Carlingford Lock. So it's it's South County Down, right? Okay, the okay, beach. So, yeah. So, but the Ross Trevor and all around there, the mountains are absolutely stunning mm. and all around the area. I remember being in Fermanagh years ago on one of the lakes and remember the scenery being crazy, like beautiful, the lakes being stunning. Then you've got um, the Giant's Causeway up further north. So like yeah. Northern Ireland is full of like absolute beauty that... You could say it's full of it. Full of it. It's full <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah but the, the house is beautiful it was my first time my partner came up with me and my daughter and uh, we spent it with my mom and my dad because we were supposed to be in Portugal now. yeah and don't mention the war yeah, <laughs> but yeah it yeah. wasn't exactly the beaches in the Algarve but it was it was actually beautiful she yeah. was pleasantly surprised went swimming and loved it oh so good. it was yeah, yeah, yeah it was it was thank god um it because was, your partner is a very family oriented person isn't huge. she yeah and you want to she was dictating some of the stuff that like some like i was quite happy that my mom would do her own thing my dad does his own thing and i'm on like we're all literally independently doing our own thing not nobody's talking to each other and my girlfriend would be rounding everybody up saying come on let's go all go for a walk now together this evening oh my god and it's like god yeah we're bad aren't we yeah i know but i mean that's the same way when i go down with um down don't make a joke when i go to see my partner's family it's right. kind of like take care of yourselves like mm. we all go our separate ways yes and i actually prefer that yes yeah, yeah. i'm kind of more inclined to that but i yeah. do appreciate what my girlfriend's trying to do and kind of go you yeah. know what you're right we should have some shared experiences totally together. yeah yeah no she's that's good because okay. even when we're on like the whole uh, i'm not gonna go on this rant but i did a podcast <laughs> on patreon for a couple of weeks ago but when everybody's on their phone for example it's never a shared experience no, because you're not. consistently doing your own yeah, thing everything's fragmented yeah and fractured and so yeah so we went for a walk on the beach one evening and we we always had dinner together we cooked dinner together and stuff like that and so it was fantastic but my dad made friends with this old bachelor guy years ago he has a house there and he's got a house closer to belfast and he goes to his house in greece as well and that's his life wow yeah and he he just lets you guys sorry use yeah the he house. just lets us my dad has been going up there for years if my dad needed a weekend away or whatever like that he'd always go up there mm. and uh, yeah he just lets us use it for free and um that's great so, oh it's a real got a bargain on the car rental so you know can't it was go wrong. win 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 all round yay um, and so and she doesn't hate me so that's the <laughs> yeah and that's also a win win mm, <laughs> absolutely yeah. well there is tension i have to i, I am exhausted oh. i was telling you earlier about the whole snoring thing Oh, yeah. So I didn't quite get the yeah. facts, which uh, I guess the specifics. Who snores? She fucking... So I'm trying to be... How do you express something without so, like without so much anger, but you are angry because you're tired? Do you know what I mean? And she's snoring. <laughs> she snores. And keeping you awake. Keeping well, me this awake. This is a twist, yeah, isn't you, it? Yeah. Well, well, like, Matt, I swear to God, it's four years. I don't think I've stepped properly <laughs> in four. And actually, when we were up there in, yeah. in Cramp, I actually stepped in another room because I had the opportunity. To. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Now I'm concerned. I'm like, sleep apnea could be, well, the very loud killer. I was going to say the silent killer, yes, but yes. it's loud. Yeah, um, yeah. Did, yeah. Has she had that looked at? Mm. She got one of those weird she nose does, clips. N- no. I mean, well, we definitely need to get, move into that field because she's on about earplugs for me. For me. But I mean, earplug, like, earplugs are not going to do anything when I get a slap in the face as well. Well, that's the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> she's a, she's a flapper as well. Like, do you oh, know what I mean? a flapper she's and a, a snorer. Fla- a flapper, a snorer, and a grinder. Oh my God, she'll wake you well, up. Well, she's <laughs> popular on the dating websites. I'll tell you Woo! what. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to <laughs> disrespect up your partner. Me there, love. No, no, she grinds them teeth. Like she'll wake. <laughs> she's woken me up before snapping. Like going. 
what is going on <laughs> she's got some that's like one step away she's gonna start screaming her head off with the night terrors Crazy. or something well she i had to, I, I had to do it two weeks ago but i've i think only in our relationship i've had to do it three times where i've had to wake her up because she's having a nightmare oh. and she's going crazy uh, no 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 stop it like jesus christ wake up wake up uh steven i'm just gonna go ahead and put this out there i think that girl need to get into some therapy there's <laughs> some deep-seated shit two there. types of therapy oh no oh your girl is sparky okay um, but my the thing is my daughter's the same like she still wakes up once a night to have a little shout and then you'd have to put her back to sleep quickly. And like, but then anytime she's like, she'll wake up, she'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mama, mama. and then I'll go running in because I'm awake. So I'll go in to see her, and she sees that it's me, and she's disgusted. And then she kicks me in the pelinia. Which is, <laughs> There's definitely like some. She's gonna grow up with weird gender issues. Uh, I would say mama, and daddy would come running in. I'd be like, whoa, whoa, what's happening so here? So I'd be there trying to get, like, she's just disgusted that I turn up and like just kicks out, and I'm like, oh god, I can't win. So I slept on the couch last night and then my girlfriend comes down and she's like, Stephen, go back to bed. Come on. Like this morning, I'm like, really? You know, like giving out to me that I'm sleeping on the couch. But honestly, it's been, I can't remember if it happened before um, she got pregnant, if it started then or something like that. Yeah. I don't think it did. She constantly sleeps on her back. Oh, see, now that's the problem. You can't, I know. I can't. I'm constantly rolling her on her side and she's like, it's sore from my back. And like, So then she sleeps on her back, but she flaps her fucking arms out either uh, side. She needs to retrain her body to sleep on her stomach or on her side. Uh, because the few times that I like am so tired, I just put my head on the pillow and I'm on my back. I start snoring. Yeah. And I wake myself up. Yes. And I'm like, what the? Oh my God, I'm snoring. I better turn on my side. Yes. And and then everything's fine yeah yeah so it's no, definitely it's definitely that and i mean i don't know i don't know if the listeners out there if anyone else sleeps with a snore you can email the show hello steve podcast we'll do a whole damn com. show about it if anybody's <laughs> got any solutions to it but genuinely i said I, I i wasn't even joking we came up in conversation i think someone was talking about it on the radio about sleeping in separate rooms couples who sleep in separate rooms mm. is much better for the relationship and i was like absolutely yeah absolutely yeah. she's like Oh, that's not very nice. You know, I'm like, yeah, no, get a good night's sleep. Neither is sleeping, not sleeping for four years. That's like, (laughs) that's terrible. Are you guys fine in the sleeping department? Yeah, mostly. I mean, the partner's not really much of a sleeper, and I am. Like, I love my sleep. I go to sleep and I stay asleep. No, he get he works on like five hours a night. Wow. And he's, but he is a classic example. When you read those headlines about not sleeping enough will kill you by the time you're 50. Like that's, yeah. that's him. Right. He is a stone cold mess. And it's wow. because he doesn't get enough sleep. He just doesn't know how to sleep, which I don't that's get crazy. it. I'm just like, go sleep. And I he's love- a, he's up until all hours. He's yeah. up until all hours, so Stephen. So, I don't know what to do. But what's he doing? He's watching YouTube or all that crack or yeah, watching or he's movies you know he he's a filmmaker, so he's working on his film yes. projects or he's doing this or he's doing that. But it's like screen, screen, screen. And that's the other thing. That's the other thing. He he wakes up in the morning and he starts on his phone immediately yes. in bed. And I'm always like, put that away. Don't yes. have your phone in bed. Right. It's just not the right no, environment. It's not. Yeah. I'm thinking of getting an actual. I probably. I, I say thinking that means I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put the phone in another room yeah. to charge it and, and not have it next to the bed and buy an actual alarm clock. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're dead right. Although the only problem with that is if there's an emergency and somebody Jesus needs to Christ. contact you. In like, the, literally, I know. Are you serious? In, yeah. yeah. 
in the in the uh, yeah i mean my my daughter's next door i, I guess, know but I, like what if there's a problem with your dad or your you mom yeah you're right and we don't have a landline because back in the day yeah. you would have had a landline i know i have yes. a landline do you oh yeah wow yeah grandma has a landline do you pay for that well, yeah, they don't give them away for free. <laughs> I didn't even know it's a service. People yeah. do it anymore. <laughs> because when I call the states, if I'm calling, you know, my friends in the states, uh-huh. I can't use my little Nokia brick because it heats up so much it like burns my brain out. Right. So yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. easier to talk on a landline. And the connection's better and everything. Wow. And also when whatever the aliens invade and all of the satellites yeah. are taken out of the sky, mm. well, I'll still have my landline. Yes. I won't be able to call anybody. Do you not I'll Skype s- or Zoom them? Mm, haven't we all had enough of that after the <laughs> lockdown? I'm like, I don't want to do that shit ever again. Speaking Ugh. of lockdown, yes. today is officially the first day that we've moved into it being a situation where we all legally must wear face masks in this country this is true this This is is true what's happened this is what's happened and it's only shown that the population of dublin at least 50 percent of them are fucking criminals (laughs) because you're about half and half out there is it that bad because i i don't know because you're on the shop front at the moment yeah so you're experiencing it yeah but i i i went into a petrol station today and we're in the two two meter queue thing situation. The guy in front of me, builder, not wearing a mask. I was yeah. like, you fucking me. I was getting so angry. I know, I know. And then the guy behind the behind the, the counter goes, here, mate, face mask. And I, he can't, I can't, I have a medical condition, right? And then he puts his hand in his pocket and takes out a fucking inhaler and shows it to him. I'm like, you're such a child. Yeah. That's the bullshit that you do in school when yeah. you're 12. Exactly. And you know that he's telling his whole friends and family at home going, we're not wearing a fucking mask. That's exactly I'm it. Just, just bring an inhaler around with you. You don't have to do it. I know. Here. It's like me getting out of PE in seventh grade by forging a note from my mom uh, twice a week and being like, Jenna doesn't have to run bullshit. the mile and a half. You know, it's just like, guys just wear your masks what's the big deal i'm not saying that there aren't legitimate people out there who shouldn't be wearing them but that builder guy he can fucking wear a mask he can go get fucked do you know who else can, he can wear- get fucked yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can get fucked by someone who's gagging for it <laughs> he can get fucked by the tea lady <laughs> oh Whoa, this isn't the 90s steven you can't just say I this knew, stuff i, I knew she's gonna yeah. do that <laughs> You walked right into my trap. <laughs> oh, let's start a Twitter campaign. Actually, let's not. Let's That's not. that is a lynching we waiting to happen. So yeah. Are you, have you ever had Twitter? No, Jesus. I did have Twitter. Did you? Yeah, I oh had. God, I I'm only had like like eighteen followers, <laughs> right. and I that made me angry, so I just stopped. <laughs> I was like, why don't I have thousands of followers? And I was like, fuck it, I'm not doing it anymore. But the face mask situation is it's fucked. And here's the other thing: when I went, actually, Jesus, I forgot about this. <laughs> I went down to my local shop to get you biscuits oh thank you and there was only two people in the shop out of about 50 who were not wearing face masks wait for this ladies and gentlemen they were members of Ungardi Shiakana are you fucking shitting me I know That's, the security it, yeah. man didn't even say anything to them I was, how can I was, he I was, how I was, can I was, he honestly because I was like I don't want to be that guy but I was going to start filming them I was going, like, you fucking assholes. I know, but the, the cops here do not wear masks and they don't socially distance. Like, what is going on? I have seen them talking to people on the street and it's like, 
take a step back, yeah. man. Everyone's right up on each yeah, other. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, it just because you're wearing fucking high vis yeah. uh, vest doesn't mean that you're immune, Mr. Yeah. Guard. Yeah. I, did, I can't say it I right. So I just say guard Mr. or guard. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I can't say it. So, call um, him a pig. No, sorry. <laughs> don't call him a pig. So Those guys are doing a job. They let's, are doing a let's job. Let's have a certain amount but they're of respect. Not, but they have to, but they have to, they have to wear masks. Yeah, they should. They absolutely should. And that's the thing today at the shop I work at. You know, we've got the massive plexiglass yes. up and all that shit. I still wore a mask starting today. I haven't been prior right. to this because technically staff doesn't need to if you have a partition. Yes, However, true. I think you need to set the tone yes. for the customers coming in. So I'll be wearing a mask from here on out because I think that's what people should do. Yes. Is is, is this... Um are you are you because you're working between two shops? I know one of them was just takeaway, but are you back working where people are allowed into the shop? They can come into the shop, okay. but it's still just takeaway, right? So okay. they can come in, and again, people just breezing on in and not really? giving it a second thought, and it just. Do you put, do you have to put up a sign now? We are going to put up a sign. <laughs> we are putting We're up a going sign. To fucking print. A oh, sign. I'll tell you what. That's going to be handwritten by yours truly, <laughs> and I will make my point I and strongly. <laughs> It's not. It'll be in accordance with our design scheme. I, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I, I want to see your 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 a caricature of you on it though, pointing as well. Exactly, like, like Uncle Sam, exactly. but my face. Your country yeah. needs you. Put on exactly. a fucking mask. Why do you have a weird American figure saying <laughs> I should put on a mask? I don't understand. Um, so, um, so it's been fifty fifty basically. People coming in with the mask. Yeah, yeah, and um, so what do you do? You say anything? No, uh, because the store policy coming from the top is they don't want to make people feel ashamed. I get that. Like, I understand you don't want to come across as judgy. Now, let, 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 but, but if someone's pissing in the street, right? And it, like, is that the, do you use the same tactic there as well? Do you, what, uh, do you? I see people pissing in the street here all the time, Stephen. I'm sure as hell not going up to him being like, can you put your penis away and not urinate on the street? Who said it was a man? Uh, actually, I've seen that too. Oh, with yeah, the ladies. Yeah. That's yes. not right. No. no, that's even more it's like not, not right. It's not a great look. Ooh. No, I did have, well, I, well it, was, it was with my daughter, you see. So there was, um, there was a guy doing it in the park embarrassingly kind of like not even hiding just and i was just oh, i just let well, him let him know yeah well <laughs> i think that's around you, yeah you if you've got job. your daughter with you that's totally different but if yeah. it's just me like i can handle it obviously i'm like <laughs> don't I'm not, handle it you don't know where it's been i'm not impressed by what you've got <laughs> believe me your equipment you needs an upgrade <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> you don't want to shame him. But so you're not allowed to shame people. And so we're not going to shame them. Right. Um, I, but yeah, it's, it's that personal thing of, you can just start feeling your blood boil <laughs> so, yeah. because you know, like there has been a law enacted. Yes. You need to follow it. Yeah. And people aren't. And it's like, I love a rule. Yeah. I just want people to follow the fucking rules. Is, is that what, cause I hate that side of me as well. But on the, at, at the end of the day, it's just because we're doing it for everybody. Like we're yeah. supposed to be thinking about everybody. And that's what pisses me off about it. Like there's an old guy on the Lewis today wearing the mask, <laughs> but under his chin. Do you know what I mean? Like for fuck's sake. And then I saw him get off the Lewis and he just spat in the ground. I was like, yeah. Well, what was he supposed to do? Spit with his mask up? No, that just doesn't make sense, Stephen. Come on, be logical. Yeah. But it's hard to keep that. It's hard to keep that. Um, 
that that judgmental side or that you know it's hard not to get angry it's oh no so it is and it's i'm so i'm prone to anger at you know the drop of a hat now this is just a new thing fuel to the fire but no i'll tell you the other one now too is um and this is happening more and more you just you know i'm in a job where you have casual chats with people uh-huh. uh you going anywhere and when i say that i do literally mean are you going out west would you be going down to cork are yes. you going so one of our customers says oh yeah i'm going to berlin and I was like, mm-hmm. And I was like, and so how long you be there? He's like, I'll be there for a week. Is this a regular guy? Yeah, a regular guy. A fucking and he's And I said, oh, well, I guess I'll be seeing you in three weeks then, huh? <laughs> and he was just like, what? Drop it there subtly. What? And, he, and then he kind of shuffled off confused. I saw him today, a week later, and I said, oh, yeah, how was your trip? Yeah, it was good, really good. So Germany's uh, on the green list then, is it, for Ireland? What is the green list? Oh my god! He didn't even know, and I said, "You." How old is this person? Oh, he's like twenty-five. What a moron! And he's like, "I said you would have to be in quarantine for two weeks." And he goes, "Oh yeah, well I guess fuck that." And I was just like, "I guess fuck that." Yeah, I guess fuck that. And I was like, "Yeah, I guess so." There's your fucking fucking double coffee, double, like quadruple espresso. There you go, dicko. I know the individuals who came back from a skiing trip in northern Italy (gasps) in February and knew that they had it and didn't give a fuck and worked in the services industry and were going around. Are you serious? You know them. I know. Well, they're not friends of mine, but I know who they are. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Can you... I no. tell you after this, yes. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, A, yes. But B, can you say where they worked? It was in Dublin, in restaurants? Uh, in uh, one particular individual, yes. Okay. A group of them, yes. Yeah. But one particular individual ran their own food production thing. That um, is scandalous. Absolutely. And, and not and, in a good and way. And when the people who ran the building where um, this food production was happening found out that the individual was doing what they were doing, like, booted out. Wow. Absolutely. But I mean, because there's people working there who had no idea, and this individual yeah. just walked around and didn't give a. Anyway. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay, let's dial it back now. Dial it back, guys. Because, <sighs> you know. Yeah, guys, calm down. Yeah, listeners. calm down, everybody. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Time to change the tone because on it. it's time for the news. Some news that's not depressing. <gasps> Welcome back to the news. I'm Stephen Mullen. And I'm Jenna Logan. And here's the news. <laughs> Sly Fox steals 100 shoes in Berlin, and he's not the first. Why did the blank steal my shoes? Sorry, I don't know why that happened there. <laughs> I thought it's, that's how I was supposed to read it. No, I don't know why that Oh, I was like, well, this is fun. It's, it's like, supposed to have fun. It's like the Snatch Game on RuPaul. Yeah, oh. okay, sorry. All right, let's start <clears> over. Throat> okay, throat> why did the... These blank, are real news stories. These are the real news stories. Real, yeah, sorry. no, we're doing our we're best newsreader yes. voice, people. <clears throat> okay, sounds like the start of a brain-teasing riddle or an annoyingly viral song. But for people in Berlin, it was an existential question spurred by the knowledge that a local fox was the culprit behind a string of shoe thefts. About two weeks ago, Christian Meyer, a resident of Berlin's Zellendorf <laughs> neighborhood, 
noticed that one of his new and expensive running shoes had disappeared from his porch, and he decided to investigate the theft. German news site something something. I don't know says, why it's gone blank there again. I know, it's but just, but, I gotta have the material. To but, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I did. I just I did read it. Th- I didn't read it through, obviously, properly. No, <laughs> you didn't think it through, Stephen. You didn't the, think it through. But the first bit that annoys me is here. Why his new expensive running shoes? Who says that for a start? <laughs> and then why are you leaving it out on the porch? You. Dickhead. <laughs> Sorry. Wait a minute. Who says that? Well, obviously I say that because I'm the newsreader. So Sorry, it's like yes. you're just fucking clobbering <laughs> oh. me over the head with it. <laughs> Can I just do my job? <laughs> All right. Meyer quickly learned that he was not the thief's only victim, and a tip helped him catch the fox bandit red-handed or red pod with two blue flip-flops in its mouth, according to Tagespiegel. Spiegel. Days later, Meyer spotted the fox again. He followed it into a thicket. Wow. Where Meyer crawled around for close to an hour. That's a big thicket. Yes. There, he discovered the fox's secret stash of more than 100 <laughs> shoes. Most of them just gnawed on a little, Tagespiegel reported. What a weird fox. <laughs> yeah, what a weird fox, but also kind of what a weird guy. Yeah. He's like, I'm going after that fox. I'm going after that fox yeah. for an hour. For yeah, In like does he, have, does he have a job? And I hope he has his shots because he probably picked up something in that Absolutely. thicket. Absolutely. Uh, Meyer captured a photo of the thieving fox and its ill-gotten stash, which Tagespiel editor Fel- oh, fuck. Felix Hackenbrook <laughs> on said on July 26th. I'm like filling in the blanks here, folks. Sorry, there are like big pl- portions that I don't are gone. Know why. I don't know why. I think it's the, no, print, no, 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 the printer. Sorry. Shoe pile contains sneakers, clogs, sandals, and slippers in a range of colors, shapes, and sizes. Though the most numerous shoes by far were Crocs. Wow. Mm, a fox what? that's Who's? into Crocs. Uh, Croc fox. Croc fox. Still unknown. Why the fox stole the shoes and why this particular canid? Canid, yeah, I, I wasn't I sure know. if that word was right or not, but it maybe it's it's not canine. So is it is a fox a canid? I don't know. I don't know. It sounds biblical. But Had <laughs> a thing for Crocs, but <laughs> this we're moving on. But this isn't the first time that an urban fox has demonstrated a seeming shoe fetish. <laughs> in August 2019, a fox in Melbourne, Australia, repeatedly visited a woman's porch. <laughs> whoa, <sounds> and stole <laughs> three boots over the course of a week. The woman captured the thief's antics on security camera footage which she posted on youtube i bet there's a niche audience for that (laughs) a pair of foxes in kyoto japan pilfered more than 40 pairs of sandals in 2018 before the duo were apprehended in a stakeout involving five police officers that year in 2009 man it really (laughs) goes doesn't it jesus in 2009 in the small town of Foreign in Western Germany, a female fox, good to know, stole about 110 to 120 wow. shoes in one just night. one night. What? Where are they getting these shoes? Who's leaving the shoes outside? Is that, that much? A, is that a German tradition? No. Yeah. Do they think they're going to be polished by like some <laughs> kind of shoe cobbler who comes around? Uh, in 2013, a writer waking up one morning in his London home to find that a fox had placed seven shoes in the middle of his lawn. Weird. What ranging? inside from in size from that of a toddler to an adult trainer Ew, this is getting like a netflix supernatural yeah, series this, this or a something series here and foxes stealing shoes jesus it's unknown if all these foxes were acting independently or if they're <laughs> 
actions were linked in a worldwide conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Perhaps, I want to see that Facebook group. Yeah, actually, that bosses. is what I was joking. But then it goes on to say, perhaps as part of an international shoe stealing cartel with a nefarious <laughs> purpose that humans can only imagine. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Berlin, most of the Fox's victims have been reunited with their shoes, except for Meyer, whose stolen sneaker is still missing, Tagaspiel reported. And if the Fox knows where the shoe is... It's not saying. Oh my God. Well, that was Fox gripping. gripping. Fox News, Fox ladies and gentlemen. Whoa! Bada bing! Bada boom! Moving on to the next story. Scientist solves the mystery of why your park smells like semen at this time of year. I'm sorry, how dare you talk about my park in that way, sir? <laughs> Buy me dinner first. And I don't mean the seaman in the Merchant Navy, <laughs> nor do I mean David Seaman, the Arsenal goalkeeper from the 1990s. Although, I don't know what they smell like. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing, right? Uh, this is, listen to the story, right? These are all real stories. A scientist has solved the mystery of why so many Brit parks smell of semen this time of year. <laughs> Okay, first of all, the mystery. Like, is that something on people's mind over there? Like, why does it smell like semen? First of all, what does semen smell like? I don't know what that's... I mean, you've never wanked into your hand and just been a little curious. Like, I'm just gonna... I mean... Hello? Hello, sourdough bread. What's up? Sourdough! Yeah, you know, it's a little bit... I've it's never like, smelled it. I've never. It's smelled like it. if sourdough was drip, it was dipped into a briny ocean. Right. <laughs> no. So it's sourdough and salty. I mean, I, I genuinely don't know. I've never sniffed my cheese. Well, you haven't lived. <laughs> You know what? That makes two of us here, Stephen. I've never sniffed your jizz either. So, <laughs> but apparently, apparently, I've heard that it. I've heard it tastes different. I've heard it tastes different depending. On what Just admit you, on you, what you know it eat. tastes different. <laughs> Oh, I know. No, I don't. I've never. I've just. I've just always. Where's your curiosity about life? <laughs> I'm so kind of like really. Just never. Okay. Well, whatever. I'm curious. <laughs> I've just disposed of it. There's loads. Like I've never. <laughs> Where's that's, that's. You never, kind of, when you were a kid on the playground, played the like. I'll taste mine if you taste yours, and then no. we can swap it up. Did I not? Did I get that game wrong? Yeah. Oh, I got up some weird shit. Okay, sorry. You were pe- playing that what soggy biscuit game. I mean, I don't oh, know. Oh, the that. soggy biscuit. Okay. Genuine. No, I've never been curious. I don't know. I've never like. Uh, okay. I mean, that's I've never fine. like. Yeah. I've, yeah, I smell my own farts. That's about it. Like, <laughs> well, who doesn't? I smell your farts all the time <laughs> oh! because you're like trying to hold them in. Anyway, go on. Many of us have been spending more time in our local parks of late with with <laughs> with uh, what with most cinemas and museums and other places of entertainment being closed. But at this time of year, quite a lot of parks, especially in less built-up areas, have a strange odor that you could be give- forgiven for thinking smells like semen. I mean, I really don't. I, hmm. Roy Vickery, a, botan- uh, a botanist, is that is it? A, a botanist, bo- botanist sure. Yeah. Yeah. Roy Vickery, a botanist who writes for website Plant Lore, has the <clears throat> explanation. He reports. <laughs> Plant Lore. He said, I remember being in the Putney area about 25 years ago when chestnut was in flower and being almost embarrassed by the strong smell of semen everywhere. <laughs> chestnut. Do you think everybody was looking at him? 
<laughs> like, yeah, like he smelled and he thought, I hope they don't think that's me. I hope they don't think I've been wanking into the bushes. Uh, steady on, Roy. The culprit told my London reporter, Charlie Lawrence Jones, that it's not some l- lurking pervert. It's a tree called a sweet chestnut. I bet it is. <laughs> Known to scientists as Castinia sativa, the tree is commonly found across South England and is better famous for its delicious fruit chestnuts and its smell. The chestnuts are wrapped up in a spiky green casing. Oh, yeah, I know these guys. And have been a traditional part of Christmas dinners for generations. Spunky dinners, eh? <laughs> bonk, bonk. <laughs> Their leaves are spear-shaped with a distant sawtooth edge. The thing to uh, the thing to really look out for, especially this time of year, is the long catkins hanging from the branches. Catkins. Yes. They tend to appear in June and July through to early August, which is around now. They secrete a heavy, sticky secretion. <laughs> Semen. Intended to attract insects. I mean, that's not attracting anybody, is it? No. That's but never, just, we never tried that in a bar and said, hey, you know, when it smells my semen. <laughs> you know what I think they should call that, though? That sticky secretion is tremen. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> and they are the source of the rather familiar yet unfortunate smell. There's more technical word for the smell, spermatic. <laughs> Spermatic. Spermatic, which shows that you weren't just imagining the smell, it's actual science. The wow. oddly fertile oh, odor will sometimes be blamed on other plants. <gasps> lime trees, for example. But that's a mistake. The poor lime trees. Roy Vickery said, sweet chestnut flowers, smell of semen, lime flowers do not. Lime flowers. That's all he said. <laughs> He's just saying... The lime flowers are like, I smell good. I don't smell yeah, yeah, yeah. like that stanky <laughs> semen tree. The two species cannot be can cannot be easily confused, but when they grow close together, as they do sometimes, people can attribute the smell to the wrong tree. Oh my god. The maligned lime tree. My god. Well, aren't you glad you got some news that was not that depressing, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you, Jenna Logan. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen Mullen. And that was the news. There you go. That was the news, Jenna. That was <laughs> have a hard time with how this podcast thing works like jenna be silent now and no, i still make little noises <laughs> jenna we're leaving a gap i'm like oh jesus my my sorry because oh, I'm, I'm getting up this email for our next segment here but my laptop is telling me that i got a text message from a karen which <laughs> hey karen <laughs> exactly i don't actually know a karen but i've got a text from a karen which is uh, obviously a terminology now these days um but there you go um <laughs> karen's around the world are like it is a legitimate name yeah yeah yeah. you assholes yeah. but we did get so we'd obviously done the the adventures uh with griselda and um, there the last couple of weeks and then last week you weren't around but in the introduction um i he said through gritted teeth <laughs> in the introduction uh, of last week's podcast una had very kindly sent me in a an email of the story of this amazing tinder date that she'd been on because obviously poor old griselda has been through the fucking wars let's yeah, face yeah. it in what she'd been through with all um what's going on so una sent in a lovely a very lovely story about this her was her first tinder date she just broken up um from a long-term relationship okay she decided to go on the app and she had spent a weekend in london she matched with this lovely blonde-haired guy and then when she returned to ireland and they were they continued to talk a lot Uh she realized she said why are you it says that you're whatever it was 400 kilometers away this guy was in amsterdam (gasps) 
Um, but it, he it just picked her it, it picked her up on the radius thing when she was in London, and they just they went on this amazing date. They they've decided to meet up halfway. They met in Bruges. The guy turned up like gorgeous pink socks apparently that was the thing brought it to a mission star restaurant i didn't actually get any naughty details but they did spend the night but i don't you know we didn't get any more yeah details. well let's yeah, you know yeah. leave a little something <laughs> jesus give them something we're well, telling everybody well, the business listeners want here. to know do they bang or not come yeah, on let's be well, honest they do. i mean i want to know but i'm trying to be cool send an update Una. <laughs> but um the, the beautiful thing about it was like they they you know they drank champagne on the canal and they had this most romantic uh, uh weekend wow had a lovely time never met again Oh, and but she was quite like they just felt they would, they would ruin that, and that it was what it was, kind of a thing. Yeah, and like, but it was a she was super positive about it, and that's why she wanted she she loved the experience of it. Well, I think sometimes, especially you know, sounding like she'd just gotten out of a long term relationship, mm. and sometimes that's just what you need. Uh, absolutely, you don't. It's, it's yeah. the rebound uh, that you that you need sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So. To follow up from that, Donald sent in a lovely uh, email as well, which is good to hear from the male perspective, Jenna. It is. It is. It yeah, is. Yeah. Um, because we, especially with the dating app thing, I reach out to the lads, I don't know how many times, about all stuff, love, and they never open their mouths. Never. It's that, that mm. issue that fellas have of expressing emotion. Yeah. But Donald has la- bared it out here now. Donald, bring it. Bring it, Donald. I think I really love this email. So thank you to Donald for sending this in. A fantastic, positive story of online dating. Donald says, Having listened to the last few podcasts about online dating and its pitfalls, I thought I'd share my own story. After I came out of a long-term relationship of 11 years, at 33 years of age, I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. After a while, I started socializing again, but still wasn't ready to be with somebody. One Saturday, after finishing work on my drive home, I had a decision to make at the roundabout in my local town. <laughs> I love Damn, I this, is, this is a real like crossroads moment here. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, it was a roundabout. Sorry, and by that I meant roundabout. I love this. I had a decision to make at the roundabout in my local town. Take the bypass or drive through town for a look. Which I love. I love. Like, but that's what is there to see in because, town. But that's what it is. Because that's what I love about a smaller town. Ireland is like, which uh, it'd be the same in the states. It'd be anywhere as well. It's like that's you entertain yourself by going and seeing what's happening. Yeah, sure. Look, yeah, yeah. Mary's putting out the veg now. And yeah, then you exactly. Go home and he tells oh, look at that. that. They've redone the front yes. of the, the convenience the store. Sim- <laughs> the beautiful, simple things in yeah, life. We totally. will forget about that because we're looking on our fucking phones. Anyway, <laughs> Donald says. I went for a look and halfway up the main street, I saw a trio of women, which I love. I love that terminology, a trio of women. So what's for? A gaggle? (laughs) A quartet of women. Uh, Yeah, a trio of women. I saw a trio of women walking down the street. One of those women almost made me crash the car in front. She was simply stunning. I continued home and burst in the door and said to my housemate, we're going into town tonight. I'm so glad he said housemate because for a second I was like I burst in and said to my wife (laughs) 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 anyway when we landed in town the search began tried all the regular pubs plus the not so regular but not to no avail also this is small town Ireland so he knows like if he's saying that this girl is an absolute stunner and there was a trio of women it's small town Ireland he knows they're not from there he, he, he knows he's, like, yeah. he's got to find out who the, who is this yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. got to chase someone will know exactly um, but, but anyway he tries all the pubs no avail 
the then came the last chance saloon the dreaded local nightclub and no joy there either until we decided to leave and in she walked <gasps> all six foot of her Whoa. and i turned on a sixpence back in the door Mm-hmm. Which don't we know what Donal likes as well? See, Griselda was very in her description of the men. Yeah, yeah. We knew what she liked. We know mm-hmm. what Donal likes. Yep. All six foot of her. Mm-hmm. Um, I've lost. <laughs> yeah, now I've lost my place. <laughs> yeah, I've lost my place. In the, in the, oh yeah. <clears throat> I and so he went. So he turns on a sixpence. He goes back in the door of the nightclub and he says, "I eventually plucked up the courage to just go over and talk to her. I knew I was punching way above my weight, but I said, fuck it." I'll have a go. Yeah, Donald. It's all about confidence. We chatted, laughed, and she informed me that she was down in Clonakilty for her birthday with friends. And I and asked if I wanted to join them for a drink back at their house. <gasps> Jesus Christ. It's, it's an evening. Woo! Yeah. All right. After the nightclub as well. This is late. I know. In small town Ireland. I didn't need to be asked a second time. Well, I mean. Why would you? You just Why say yes it? or no. <laughs> just it's one or the other. <laughs> we chatted and laughed and eventually we kissed. Oh. But within all the chatting and laughing, she informed me that she too was also out of a long-term relationship. And when it was time to leave in the morning, I thought to myself, you got lucky. And you spent the night with a girl out of your league just because she was on the rebound, just because she was on the rebound. And I didn't even ask her for her number, just left. Oh, wait a minute. No. That kind of got dark there at the end. It's like, Why? was she still asleep? No. And he was like, I'm just going to sneak out the door. No, he's <laughs> just saying to himself that he got lucky with this stunning girl. All right. And he thought he'd be just, he'd be, he would be chancing his arm too much to think that anything could ever possibly happen again after that. So he just left. Oh. Then came, um, so he just left. So then came online dating and man, oh man, it was quite an experience. As you can imagine, West Cork and online dating can throw up any number of problems, including knowing people and not a lot of people to choose from. I can't imagine what that is like because like it's such a beautiful place to live, West Cork. But if you know everybody, like the pool is a lot smaller. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It must be really hard. So for it to work, I would have to leave, leave West Cork, or as my late mother liked to call it, to whoring, her abbreviated version of whoring and touring. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty right on mom. I like Donald's uh-huh. mom. This went on for over a year and I grew more and more disillusioned with the whole online dating app and I packed it in. Over that time, I attended lots of friends' weddings and gave them gifts for their newborn kids, and I felt like life was going was beginning to pass me by. So one night, while out with a single friend, she said, why don't we go online dating and have a laugh? We both uploaded the app and decided to pick out potential profiles for each other. Then it happened. There she was. <gasps> On plenty of fish. Oh my God! POF. POF. The girl I had been thinking about for over a year. I wasted no time. I sent her a message straight away asking for her number. She replied with it. I rang her. She called me an asshole for not asking me for her number a year previous. I told you. Yes. <laughs> and we went on a date. We are now happily married with oh. two boys. What? <laughs> my god and i couldn't have ordered a better life so online dating ain't all that bad no it is not what a story donal that 
that's amazing. I was genuinely reading that late earlier on going, oh my God, this is brilliant. Oh, that is so brilliant. That is so brilliant. What a story. Wow. So plenty of fish maybe isn't all that bad. But I, I, I mean, and also I thought this is a good, maybe a, maybe a good skill for Griselda or anybody else out there who's using the dating apps. I like the fact that he had a single uh, friend from the opposite sex and they helped each other yeah. out on it. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a great tactic. That's an amazing thing. Yeah. But it's, I really think that this story, like it's, it's a great ending, mm. but the very fact that he just made one of those regular real life, real mm. time choices of, yes. I'm just going to drive through town. Just drive through the town. I'm just going to see what's happening. Changed his life forever. Yeah. And then he didn't like fucking like get a tracker and put it on her to find her later. Exactly. He went out and found he her. He went and did it. Yeah. So like the kind of the online dating thing was a kind of a little bit of a follow up and it helped, it helped the foundations that he had put in earlier on. Yeah. The year previous. And fair play to her for calling him a fucking idiot as well. Yeah, exactly. She put him in his place immediately. And then they kids, could move on. Then they could move on. Two kids married and he's still down in West Cork. That's amazing. Amazing. What a story. But that's maybe that's a tactic that we've learned, Jennifer, for anyone else out there that, you know, maybe team up with somebody else on your social media. I was thinking we could do it like we'll get one of the listeners in sometime and we'll just play their Tinder for them. Oh yeah, I don't <laughs> know what Tinder like yeah, what yeah, that yeah. looks but like. Basically, we'll get we'll get the matches. Then we'll, we'll, is that the we'll, swipey we'll, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, okay, we'll just get into the texting for them and all. And, and oh all my that god, kind of amazing! That yeah, would be such a good project. Maybe I love we'll to take that. over people's lives. <laughs> that is what I was born to do. Oh my god, just do as I say. Do as I say, said Jenna. Amazing. Thank you so much for that email, Donald. And the, the sad news is we've run out of time, Jenna. Oh, sad. <laughs> 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 I'm but sad. we will be back next week uh, thank you so much to everybody for listening I hope you enjoyed the news that's not that depressing oh I was going to talk about Joyce but we'll t- I'll try and get in touch with her Joyce is another listener to the show who gave up smoking and I was kind of encouraging her in that and um, she's kind of been uh, dodging me now it's the odd time because I smoked 10 yesterday <laughs> okay Joyce I don't know you I've just heard about you and what you're trying to accomplish quit smoking you can do it smoking's terrible it's ter- especially in this fucking climate Joyce oh my God. God, you'll get COVID and then you'll super die. She worked it out. She spends five grand a year on cigarettes. Joyce, knock it the fuck off. <laughs> you heard it here from Jenna, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Joyce, knock it the fuck off. We're going to have, we're going to get Joyce on the podcast soon because I'm having enough of this shit, Joyce. <laughs> but also we encourage you and we're positive absolutely be positive (laughs) stay safe everybody and love each other (laughs) okay but not like in a weird way (laughs) no that was remember jerry springer used to say that did he yeah yeah well you'd have more experience with that than myself (laughs) (laughs) you were definitely on jerry springer jenna (laughs) how very dare you (laughs) take care thank you jenna thank you catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. 